0: folks welcome back to another episode of catch them young and watch them grow today we have a special episode yes you heard that right today we're doing an interactive one i have two guests who are here to add colors to this let me take this opportunity to welcome the sisters
1: to the show hi everyone my name is ivana i'm 16 years old and i'm a junior in high school in my free time, I enjoy dance, singing, track, and sports. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexis. I am 14 years old and a freshman. I love to play sports, create music, and create art.
0: OK, so are you guys excited or nervous to share your perspective in this show?
1: I'm pretty excited, honestly. I, I feel like this is like going to be a
0: valuable experience, and I think it'll be cool. Right,
1: I agree with you. I think it's a mix of both for me.
0: OK. So, without any delay, let's straightly get to the point, why we are shooting this episode right now. Okay, the first question is for you, Ivana. Being the eldest, I think you might be able to kind of, you know, relate and kind of give a more natural thing added to it. So, here's the question, how is it growing up in U.S. being, being an Indian national?
1: As an Indian, I honestly don't think it's much different than growing up as anyone else. I mean, obviously, as a minority, you don't see as many people of color than as you expect, but you eventually understand it. I mean, growing up on every sports team, I remember being the only colored girl, but eventually I got used to it. I haven't experienced any racial prejudice, thankfully, but I know a lot of my friends have. As you grow older, you eventually gain a perspective that sets you apart from everyone else, and I feel like it makes you work harder than before. My mom's friend once told me the story about how her daughter's best friend got everything she did because she was blonde, blue-eyed, and beautiful. Unfortunately, in society, we know that a lot, that color is more important than what is actually inside your head. My mom's friend told me that if I wanted something, I had to work 10 times harder than someone else to be equal to them, and that stuck with me ever since.
0: So you said that you have to work like 10 times better than the na- natives here to get yourself better position. Do you think that is yeah. true and have you experienced that?
1: Honestly, for me, I would definitely think that her words are true. Um, at my school, I've also experienced something similar. How I think that me and this other girl who have, um, she's more of the European standards, I think we're very similar. But I think that due to the fact that Based on societal standards, she's seen as more pretty because of like her European standards. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time, she's seen as superior to me than me just because of the color of my skin. I think, definitely, I think we're equal, but I know as a fact I've had to work 10 times harder just to be seen as equal to her.
0: So what would be a one line, or, a, or I would say like a tagline you wanted to tell to those kids who are growing up you know, in the U.S., being an Indian national and are to face all these problems growing up ahead. Right. So what is one piece of advice you want to give them? I think the biggest thing is, is that success
1: is doing the things that no one else wants to do. You have to work harder and everything, because in today's society, you see that a lot of people don't want to do stuff. But if you do that and then you beat people at their own game in the end, you're the one that's being successful. Like, right now and everything, people prioritize, like, partying, like, going out with friends, doing drugs, smoking, like, all the stuff like that, which, yeah, every now and then, like, it might not seem like such a bad idea. But at the end of the day, if you stay true to who you are, you stick with your morals, and you work your butt off, you will see success in the real world, and that's what counts.
0: All right, thanks, Ivana, Lexis. So, being a teenager, you know, I'm right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So being a teenager, what do you expect from your parents?
1: Um, quite honestly, I expect my parents to understand that our childhood is certainly going to be different than theirs. Um, my siblings and I were raised in the United States, which is most differently than my mom and kind of my dad. My dad moved to the U.S. when he was younger, so he understands the differences in being brought up in the U.S. instead of India. The culture in the U.S. is very different in comparison to India. Um, in the U.S., kids go to parties, they hang out every weekend, they do all sorts of things that my parents wouldn't have done when they were kids. There are certain restrictions on what we're allowed to do, but my parents are generally very chill about things and they let us make our own choices.
0: Okay, says you mentioned that there is differences in the childhood, how you, or how you grow up in the U.S. and how you grow up in India. Right. Right. So I think I it has been quite a time that I have been a teenager, but there's not much of differences between our generations. But I would like to know what you know about childhood in India.
1: Um, well, I think everything was super community based. Um, you'd hang out with your neighbors, you'd go over to everyone's house. You would hang out after school, I guess, like, I don't know, at least from what I've heard from what my mom has said, she was very, very, very close to her family they'd constantly hang out like every weekend Mm -hmm. she'd be hanging out with her cousins, you know really community based and I don't think that
0: that sense of community is as prominent here in the United States okay also like how do you think that would you experience differently if you were in India
1: I think our sense of community is different Um, in India a lot of things are more family based and Community is like a huge part of your life in the United States. It's completely different, and that's less prominent, I guess,
0: in the way we were brought up. Okay, thanks, Alexis. So this question is for both of you sisters. Uh, whoever wants to answer, please go ahead and do it on your basis. So one first is that do you think your parents are imposing? If so, why? Um,
1: honestly, I don't think my parents impose rules unnecessarily. I think they're actually pretty chill and laid back compared to other families. Um, They give us freedom to do what we want, wear what we want, uh, pursue what we want, and get what we want. Um, I think lately with what has been happening with the BLM movement, they have begun to impose new rules to make sure that all of us are safe to avoid situations that others have dealt with. Um, For example, I know my mom doesn't want us going outside on our own, walking by ourselves, and we shouldn't walk out by ourselves at night. Um, but i think other than that though our parents and stuff their rules aren't because of like indian rules i would say but i think they're more for like the welfare of their children just like any other parent so
0: i think it's good okay alexis do you have a different opinion Um, no i really
1: i completely agree with you um you know life is comprised of series of steps all leading to being successful and independent um and the rules that my parents are imposing are there to ensure that i have an equal opportunity to be successful um, say, the saying, mother knows best, is literally what I live by now. Somehow, if I don't abide by what she says, something goes wrong. Um, it kind of sucks in terms of not being able to go to the same events as my friends, but I do understand where they're coming from. All in all, I do know that my parents are a lot more chill than other Indian parents, and I'm beyond grateful for that.
0: Do you think that they're being, like, overprotective, like, Specifically, just saying just because they're imposing rules are because they are Indian parents. So do you think that they're being overprotective of you or is it necessary in today's world?
1: You know, I think that kind of comes with the fact of being a minority and going back to what I said about having to work harder. I mean, obviously, like we have a lot more expected of us coming from immigrant families and everything. But I mean, overall, they're super chill. Like they let us hang out with who we want to and do all of that stuff but I think their rules and stuff are meant for us to be successful. Like I never feel like I'm limited by what I can wear and like what I want. I feel like honestly, I'm given a lot of freedom and I respect that for my parents and the fact that they've given it to me, so.
0: Okay, so next is kind of like a person scenario question. Mm-hmm. You know the pandemic is going on right now and the world as well as the people are affected in its own ways. Mm-hmm. So being kids, How are you guys affected? Because I hear like adults complaining, oh my gosh, with kids at home, working is a disaster. I'm one of the mom I can say because managing two toddlers inside my house is kind of like a blender without a jar running 24 by 7. So definitely I'm one of those parents who say, but you know, from your perspective, being kids, what are your problems being faced in this COVID-19 situation?
1: Honestly, for me, as like an extroverted person and someone who like thrives on being around other people at the beginning of covid, I honestly was kind of shooken by that. Like I was like kind of thrown off like my like what I used to call like my balance and everything. And that kind of bugged me. But eventually, like I got used to it and I feel like I'm getting better. I mean, now, since that things are opening up, uh, I get to hang out with my friends. I go out and I play sports with them. I see them at meetings and stuff, clubs, and I mean I still see people virtually. I mean it's not the same thing, but it's definitely getting better. I appreciate that. Oh, and we also got a puppy, so that's helping mental health-wise. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is good.
0: What about you?
1: Um, I'd say with the virus, um, there's so there was so much free time originally. So much time. And you know, we had to figure out what to do with that time, how to use it and be productive. Um, and then it got to the point where like, there was nothing you could do to be productive. So, you know, you just waste your time doing whatever you could. Um, and now the school starting back up again. I feel like you have to work extra extra hard to get to that point that you were at when back in May.
0: So coming back to the situation again, there are so many parents uh, who I have talked to, and there are some neighbors too, who have been worried about their mental health of kids. For example, they have been uh, interacting socially with a lot of people. Now they are like confined to four walls inside the house. Or when they go out, they don't see smiling faces. They don't know how to interact. They don't know what's going on in the rest of the people's mind. Are they smiling back at me? Are they staring at me? They're kind of confused. Yeah. So literally, I have heard a mother who is living next door to me telling me that I am scared to wear a mask and look at my child's face because... The child always gives me a confused look. So what is your opinion on that? That, I know this is a safety measure and that kind of stuff, but how is it impacting kind of the interactions that you guys have? You guys felt that when you go outside? That's completely true. I,
1: I completely understand that. Like, even now, like, wearing a mask, I can honestly say that I can make whatever reaction I want to underneath my mask,
0: and no (laughs) one's going to know.
1: Like, I can smile, I can look like, oh my gosh, that was terrible, why would you say that? And no one is going to know that, you know? The only thing you can see is, like, the creasing of the eyes, or, like, maybe a slight distinction, but even then, you're never going to know what the other person is thinking. And, I mean, obviously that, like, that hinders, like, social interaction and everything, but, I mean, it is the way it is, you know? I think the biggest thing that COVID is giving us is the opportunity to realize how short and precious life is and how we all need to slow down and think about what is going on in our lives, you know? The biggest problem that people are seeing now is how they want everything to get back to normal and go like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da <laughs> through their life, not stop, slow down, and smell the roses like Travelocity says, you know? <laughs> like, everyone just wants to get back to their life and not appreciate the little things that we have. Because you look at this stuff and you realize that, man, you know, COVID, yeah, yeah, it took away my sports. Yeah, it took away football. Yeah, it took away the NBA. Yeah, it took away March Madness and everything. But yet here we are still on this world. I have time with my family. I get to sit down and think about what I've done in the world. And I think that's such a valuable experience that we wouldn't get if we were constantly living our lives and doing everything like that. So I understand that with COVID, it does hinder social interaction but it also allows you to grow closer to the people that live
0: in the same home with you and are also trapped in those same four walls with you, you know? Absolutely. I totally agree with you, Ivana. So next question is to you, Alexis. So Ivana was stating about family time in this COVID-19 situation, right? So let's think a little while back when this situation was not there, right? How was your daily routine?
1: Around their heads, come off. Nobody was at home at the same time, like we wouldn't even eat dinner together because you know everyone's at practice, everyone's like at a meeting. You know, everyone is always so busy. Um, with COVID, we were able to take a step back, you know, just assess what's been happening. We were able to fix that. We were able to take that time and fix maybe certain issues that were there, like maybe, oh, well, we're maybe not getting along. Like my sister and I, you know, we're so close in age, right? There's gonna be a lot of conflict there. Um, but you know, we were able to take a step back and just set it aside or different things. It's like, you know what? You're not sitting in the same house with each other for like 10 months, you know? No, no other people. It's just you and her, right? I agree. So we were able I to agree. take that and, you know, just figure out how to get along and, you know, have a better relationship, I guess. Even um, though you're fighting more, At the same time, it's also kind of strengthening your bond, you know? Because the closest relationships have the good and the bad in them, you know? Even though you're seeing the person more and, oh yeah, sometimes you want to chop their head off and do all of that stuff because you're just so mad with them and everything you realize how much more you value them because before you never got to see these people. Like what my sister said is completely true. Like before my mom would just like cook on the weekends and the weekends was like our social time when we would catch up with each other. But then like during the school nights and everything, we didn't even get to see each other, you know? We wouldn't even eat dinner. We do not eat yeah. dinner, exactly. Yeah. Our dad would come home when I would eat dinner and I would go off to dance class and then I would go to bed. And by the time my dad would be done from work, um, I would already be upstairs. I couldn't even see him. I mean, my mom was around 24-7, but like, and my siblings I was able to see, but like my other family members, I couldn't see, you know? Like my grandparents now, I get to go and visit them daily, but I wouldn't have that luxury without the COVID pandemic. I I even did walks with them, which I appreciated, but like, I just didn't have that time and didn't value that as much when the COVID pandemic wasn't around, so.
0: So how do you guys feel spending time with your family?
1: Um, for me personally, I got to learn a lot from Ivana, um. You know, now we're going to the same school, so I get to hear a lot of what the new school's about, like, what sports are like, you know. I had that time to learn from her and her experiences, Um, and I found that very valuable. Um, I felt more prepared going to high school, and, you know, I thought it was kind of nice just spending that time with Ivana and learning from her. What she has to say, and she's pretty darn funny. I mean, I really didn't think that before, but I mean now. No, you knew I was funny. <laughs> Come on, Bubba, I'm funnier than you. No, I'm <laughs> You're sorry. no, I know
0: I am. So you said that um, this pandemic or spending uh, led to spending time with your family and strengthened your bonds, mm-hmm. right? So this question wouldn't be hard for you. Think that you have a problem, mm-hmm. which is kind of. Maybe intimate or maybe something that you really wanted to share with the person. Mm-hmm. Who's your go-to person? Mom, hands down. Like, I, that, my mom is literally my rock.
1: Like, I've made that clear so many times. And even though we do fight, just like everyone, my mom, I can count on her for literally everything because I know that we have that bond.
0: Oh my god, trust me. I'm in my 30s. I still fight with my mom. So. <laughs> yeah. there. What about you, Alexis? Who would be your go-to person?
1: um i'd have to say my mom but i mean i don't spend as much time with her really just because you know she's so busy with her job and like you know she has other kids too so i try to respect that and i don't want to take up all of her time so you know if somebody else has something more important to say i'll let them go ahead and say that and i'll talk to her later um maybe that results in me spending less time talking to her but i still think that you know if you make that those seconds count then you can still have a really valuable conversation with her and you know learn a lot But I think, though, like now with quarantine and everything, I mean, all throughout my life, it's never been like, or it has been, but not as commonly. It's never just been Ivana and Alexis. It's always been Ivana and Alexis. Like, they were always together. Like, it's always like two peas in a pod, you know, and everything. (laughs) So, I mean, like, honestly, like, even though I find her really annoying a lot, like, we still always have each other. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what my mom always tells me. Like, growing up, is even though you might not like your sister now, when you get older, you're going to realize the value of a sibling. Because at the end of the day, you won't have anyone to turn back to but your own flesh and blood. And that's how you can count on with a sister, so.
0: You know, what your mom said is 100% true because... Hopefully she's right for you, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I definitely feel that, you know. um, I've been seeing you girls, like, since three years now mm-hmm. so yeah I strongly believe uh, even though when you kind of like I've seen you girls fight too so yeah. you know, <laughs> apart from there yeah. so I have always felt that there is like always a strong connection between you girls right so there is something it's, it's, it's not saying goes like you know blood is thicker than water there is a reason behind it yeah the same thing the love the emotions everything that you share is the strength in the family yes well, that was a good talk. And do you think friends can solve your problem better? In certain cases, I'm, I'm not specifying like what kind of problems, but then to you might understand you girls are grown up. So there, there are certain problems that you hesitate to mm-hmm. share to your parents, right? So do you think that your friends can solve it better? Or is it right to go to your parents?
1: You know, honestly, for me, I have like a lot of friends, but I don't have that many good close friends. Mm -hmm. And I mean, every time I trust a close friend with one of my problems, I still always tell my mom, no matter how embarrassing, how bad I think it is, even if I think I'm going to be in trouble, which I usually never end up in trouble after telling her. But I just think the thing is like you talk with a friend, they're like the same age as you, and most likely they don't have that same maturity level as you, Mm -hmm. so they don't know how to handle a situation as well. But like a parent, like they've been through so much. As annoying as it sounds, they have so much wisdom, and I feel like when you just tell your mom, even though she might be pissed for like five seconds, she appreciates the fact that you came to her, and she will always give me good guidance. So if I were to do that, I would probably talk to both, just to get both sides of the story, and just try to like understand it in both perspectives and make my decision
0: accordingly. Alexis, have you had any bad experience from sharing anything in your family?
1: Um, I mean like if I say something in front of everybody, then I'm definitely gonna get made fun of it. Like
0: <laughs> Well <laughs> that is not a bad experience. Yeah, too. Yeah. That, that always happens, I mean, too. Yeah, Yeah. For everything. Um,
1: but I don't think anybody really just gets mad. I think if you're completely honest and you know, if you really Really open up, and you know, you really feel bad. You don't. You don't learn from your experience. You learn from reflecting on your experience.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, I totally agree
1: You know, you just need to reflect on it, and you know, you need to figure out. You need to assess what to do properly next time in the case that this does happen again. And I think, like, sharing at home, you know, it's not, it's not an issue, just because we're all pretty darn close. We together. all just like make fun of it. Like honestly, we laugh so much at our house. It's actually kind of crazy. You, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah.
0: So. Well, are you guys were talking to me. Mm-hmm. So this is one something that I'm going to ask you like a personal question, yeah. okay? It's not very controversial or anything. Mm-hmm. You guys said when your problem comes, you go to your mom. You talk to your mom. You you spend family time. Mm-hmm. I never heard anything about the dad. Why?
1: Hmm. Honestly, I think it kind of goes back to that whole like busy lifestyle thing and how the fact that my dad always goes to work and everything and I feel like my mom is way more involved in my life like when it comes to like being there for like activities and doing all that stuff. Even though my dad is there, I feel like my mom always has a hand in it, you know? Cuz like when I danced with you and everything, my mom was always there because this is her passion, you know? This is like the love that she likes to do. Like when I go for vocal lessons, when I go for any of my events, my mom is always the first person to be there and the last person to leave. My dad is an important part of my life. I agree with that and stuff, but kind of like the whole thing. I don't know if it has to do with like uh, motherly versus like fatherly or anything, but like my dad honestly has like just always been at work and stuff that I just don't feel like we had the same time to make a bond. And I feel like now with like COVID, like obviously like we get to talk more and stuff and be closer. So I feel like that's still something we need to work on. But I know as a fact, though, that like I've always had my mom in every instance, you know, and so I feel like that's why I tend to lean on her more. So, yeah.
0: What about you, Alexis? Do you have a different opinion? Oh, um, yeah. I'd say
1: I'm pretty equally close with both parents. You're closer to dad. That's 100%. <laughs> I mean, 100%. yeah, because you're always talking to mom. I mean, there's really no time for anybody Yeah, now. but you're <laughs> always talking to dad. Okay, don't yeah. even. So, okay. So, my dad and I are pretty close. And I think that started when we were younger. Um, you guys so we, are, like, the same person. That's why. It, our minds work the same way. Um, we, don't really, we don't really care about, like, all that emotional stuff. You know, we just, like, at the end of the day, you know, just get down to it, you know. Finish your job and then just get on with your life. You know, there's no point in crying over something stupid. We don't. Cr- Have you ever seen me cry? Yes. No. I mean, last yes. week I did cry only oh, <laughs> in no. school. You cry a lot. I don't. Sure. I don't. Okay. okay, okay anyway, so yeah, we built that bond when we were younger. Um, really just because I was more interested in the engineering aspect of robotics and stuff, and yvonne was like into dance and singing. The and arts. And the arts. Yeah, exactly. But I was more. I had the engineer mind, and I think that. That bond from early on really carried over to when I'm older now. Um, I feel like I'm able to turn to my dad and talk to him about some stuff. I mean, he's going to make fun of me, yeah. But, you know, I think that we still have that bond. That I can still tell him stuff and not get really judged for it, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. So, see, after speaking for a long time, we have been speaking for a long time. Have you felt like you have spoken your heart out?
1: I feel like it. I feel like... I said everything that I needed to say, and I said it like in a way that's true to myself, and I didn't shield it from anyone or anything. And I feel proud of what I said, and I feel accomplished. So, What about you, Alexis? Oh, I guess it's just like an uncensored talk, you know, it's just straightforward, genuine, um, you know, wasn't like filtered or like cut out, so I think, yeah.
0: So I hope your parents listen to this, of and <laughs> I hope you still work on with your dad's bonding and stuff. So I'd like to add a little more things to it, the thing is that you guys have shared a lot about how you have been um, interacting with your family, how it has been growing in the U.S. and stuff. I, being an Indian national and my childhood being an Indian, yes, of course, I have been prejudiced. I have been, uh, as you said, me- communitized. <laughs> or I don't know whether it's a real word too. but then too, uh, <laughs> uh, Again, uh, there are a lot of restrictions being a girl as the usage says, for India, yeah. uh, to go and have exposure for what you needed. So my parents were not like that orthodox. They were like very liberal. They were outspoken. They let me have the life that I needed. But again, there were certain restrictions or boundaries for them as well, because yeah. we had our grandparents and all people, other relatives living next to us and like, you know, spreading yes. with just boundaries. So that was a bit cruel. I regret for not being here and being there for having my childhood because you girls do not know or maybe you understand how lucky you are to have a blessed childhood. And this is the most memorable thing that you will have. Cherish it. Of course, fight. Of course, have (laughs) quarrel. Do make mistakes. That is how we learn. You know, that is why we are called... Not why we are called, but you are called kids. Mm-hmm. I would like to be called kid once again. But yes, <laughs> um, strongly, as you said, Iwana, I had a very strong relationship with my mother. And uh, I had a very dad-daughter relationship with my dad. But wholeheartedly, if dad, you're listening to this, I loved you so much. And I was too scared to tell you openly. <laughs> and I got that guts only after I got married and came to us but i'm happy that today's um, this condition or the pandemic condition even though it has brought a lot of losses around it has brought a lot of value you know spending time with your family as you said it has enriched or nurtured the relationship between each and everyone even with my brother who actually is seven years younger to me you said you were not like So many years apart, but still you fight. Trust me, he's in his twenties and I'm in my thirties. We still fight. (laughs) I don't think it's that bad though.
1: Like the more years apart. Yeah.
0: My brother and I were four years. The the closer you are,
1: is like the more you fight. Yeah. Right. But it also has to do with gender. Gender. Like two years apart, brother and sister, you're chill. Two years apart, sisters. Oh my goodness. Oh,
0: don't worry about that. I have a son and a daughter. They fight every single minute. Oh (laughs) yeah. yeah. Thankfully, not seconds, but minutes. (laughs) Well that was a wonderful talk having you girls over the show and let me thank you wholeheartedly for giving me your perspective and insights on this. Do you have anything to say to this viewers who are listening? They may be the parents or maybe kids too. Do you have anything to say? I think the big thing that I want to say is
1: the fact that you only live once. Time is so precious. Time is so valuable and I think with the pandemic and everything, you realize how short everything really is and how you need to cherish every single moment you have with your loved ones. So for parents and kids, I would just say, look around you. Take a deep breath and just cherish the people that are close to you. Show them how much you love them. Show much how much they mean to you. Just give them a hug, give them a kiss. Tell them how much you mean to them, you know? Because you never know if you're guaranteed tomorrow. You never know if you're guaranteed another week. You got to show everyone how much you mean to them. even if it might not seem like they appreciate it, you just gotta keep on doing it because you love everyone and love is what makes the world a better place. Thanks, Silvana. So, that was
0: beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. What about you, Alexis?
1: I just say, stay true to yourself. Don't try and conform to somebody else's standards. Um, maybe you're not going to be the most popular person in school. Maybe you're not going to do that. Maybe you're not going to be like the most athletic. You know what? That doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if you stay true to yourself and stay true to your values, then you're set for life. That's all you need. And, you know, just keep that in mind, you know, going through life. I think that's really helpful.
0: Thanks, Alexis. And thank you, viewers. See you next time in another episode.